Welcome along to episode 766 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, we're joined by the team from Codswell Dramatic Society to let us know about their production of Haywire, which is part of the Codswell Arts Festival this year. Ines Bugaya joins us from the Sao Paulo Dance Company to let us know about their appearance at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. We'll be talking about the joys of Detroit with musician Kern Brantley as he is letting us know how wonderful it is to visit this fair city. Mike Matney joins us from Matney to hear all about their single all fired up and we have a natter with nick helm about his forthcoming comedy tour across the uk stopping off in stafford overhampton and birmingham that's all on the way on the show this week welcome to the milk bar 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 as Codswell Dramatic Society celebrate their 75th year, which is the cumulative age of my next two guests, uh, we have got an amazing show coming along as part of the uh, Codswell Arts Festival. To tell us more, I'm joined now by Colin and Wendy Patterson. Hello, both. Hello. Hello. So, first of all, uh, who's going to tell me what it is and when it is? Right. So, the play is called Haywire. It was written by Eric Chappelle, and it is being performed at Codswell Village Hall, Wolverhampton Road, Codswell, between the 13th and the 16th of March this year. So not too far away, but the one thing that is guaranteed in this show is the humour is going to have you rolling in the aisles. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. It really is. Um, Eric Chappell was famous for rise, uh, writing Rising Damp, mm-hmm. of course, well-known sitcom from the 1970s, starring Leonard Rossiter, Francis de la Tour, Richard Beckinsale, and uh, who's the other one? Oh, Don young Warrington. Don Warrington. Young Don Warrington. Uh, now to be seen on Death in Paradise, of mm-hmm. course. Um, it, the, situ- it, the situation is very like a sitcom. Uh, you've got Alec, the owner of the bookshop, who's planning a getaway with his uh, assistant, with whom he's having an affair. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's got it all sorted. He's arranged for his wife to go on a coach tour of Europe for five days. Uh, and then everything conspires against him, and uh, you have one disaster after another, which he, he f- frantically, you know, tries to rectify so that he can still have his getaway. Oh, it sounds like it's going to be good fun. And uh, yeah. uh, cast, and I've seen some of the cast photos on this one, and uh, some new faces and some uh, familiar ones too. Yeah. Yes, we've got a, a, a well, a new lady playing one of the parts. She's played a very small one-line part before. Uh, I think she appeared in um, the Vicar of Dibley, mm-hmm. and um, that was just a one-liner. So she's taking her first sort of major role. That's Jane, who's playing the part of Maggie, uh, the long-suffering wife. Uh, at least that's what you think yes. of, of Alec. Uh, Alec is played by Adam, who's played a number of roles in recent years. Um, and then opposite him is playing uh, Liz, is played by Lucy Hewitt who has also recently come back to us after a short break, which is excellent. Um, Fiona is playing the part of Phoebe, the mother. Um, she's having to age up for this because, of course, she's far too young to play the role, but she's doing an excellent <laughs> job of it. Uh, and then we've got Nathan, who has done a number of children's plays for us, who's playing the son, Jamie. And you've got Sammy, who is playing Mandy, the daughter. So a great line, a big cast and big laughs all the way through. Uh, a few poignant moments as well, I'm going to guess, though. 
a few, but it's mainly played for laughs. <laughs> That's good yeah. fun then. We like it. I like yeah. that. But uh, whatever it is that uh, you and the the team at Codsell approach, it's always done with utter professionalism, and it's amazing the way these shows come together. And this is going to be just a, another chance to really immerse yourself in the wonderful world of theatre. And and it's part of that seventy five year celebration as well. I mean, that in itself is, is pretty amazing going, isn't it? It is. It's it's been a long time since the society put on She Passed Through Lorraine, which was a riveting play about a visualisation of Joan of Arc coming back to life five years after she'd been burned at the stake. <laughs> Must have been riveting. <laughs> <laughs> but they will have made it their own as, uh, as you, you do every production that we find and at least they didn't have to set fire to the village hall to to, to try and recreate it because it's five years after so that's, <laughs> that's all we true. do but uh, uh, a fun play ahead and uh, certainly well worth getting your tickets for I say it's it's all part of the Codsell Arts Festival does that mean that's the first port of call for tickets for this one? It, it is. certainly is um, though, that's the uh, the brochure which is available online and uh, throughout Codsall and uh, the outlying villages. Uh, you'll find them online, codsallartsfestival.org.uk. Or if you go to the Codsall Dramatic Society Facebook page, you will find a link directly to it. So just click on the link and uh, it takes you straight through to buy your tickets. In addition, uh, usual hotline number, 01902 has a message on it which gives the information about getting tickets via the, uh, the Arts Festival's website. So check it out, godsellartsfestival.org.uk, and you can find out what's going on there. And that runs through from the 11th through to the 23rd of March. So there's all sorts of events. Obviously, this is the one that I'm going to be making sure I get myself along to, because uh, I love the work of Godsell Dramatic Society. You are amazing, and will continue to be for the next 75 years plus, I am absolutely sure. Colin and Wendy Peterson, thank you for joining us. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very Cheers, much Jason. indeed, Jason. See you then. A very special event is taking place at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre on the 15th and 16th of March with the part of the Dance Consortium's work, bringing the amazing team from Sao Paulo Dance Company to Wolverhampton. To tell us more, I'm joined now by the Artistic Director for Sao Paulo Dance, Ines Bogaya. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jason. How are you? So, I'm very well. I hope we find you well and looking forward to what is an amazing UK tour taking in Wolverhampton. Oh, yes. We are very happy that we are in this big tour. It will be 14 cities, 28 shows, and Wolfhampton will be one of these cities. We are very ex uh, excited about to meet you all. It's going to be good to have you along. And this is part of Wolverhampton now being in the Dance Consortium, bringing some amazing international dance. So how did the Sao Paulo Dance Company first get involved with the Dance Consortium? Oh, it's before the pandemic time. It was a long time ago. We mm -hmm. are trying to, to come here and show a little bit of our work. And we start to talk with Dance Consortium for many years to try to find a good uh, planning to come here and also to decide the program for, for the night. And uh, the program is the same for each 28, uh, 14 cities. 
<laughs> the joy of dance brought to the stage, uh, but bringing uh, culture from Sao Paulo as well. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we we are from Sao Paulo, and of course, in our DNA, we have this amazing feeling of this vibrant city. is a huge city with people from all around the world, and we bring a little bit of our culture to. We think of Brazil. People very often think of, of Rio. Uh, but of course, Brazil is a number of states all coming together, and and, and Rio is just you know, part of one of those states. Uh, I personally have stayed in Niterói and uh, had a great time over there, and you know actually been into Rio for the the culture that uh, you can see there, everything from visiting the Corcovado through Sugarloaf, and I mean those are the things we mostly know about. But what are you going to be bringing to us that may be a surprise from the uh, the world of dance from Brazil? <laughs> Brazil, as you say, is a large country with many different cities, and each city, each part of the country has his own uh, flavor, his own dynamism. And uh, from São Paulo, we are in a huge city like Londres. And uh, London, and then we have people from all around the world. We have the dynamism, we have the energy, we have the force, a little of fluidity in the movement and sensuality that Brazilians normally have. <laughs> but I mean, but your whole life has been spent in dance from you know, your own time on the floor uh, through to, to writing and, you know, being uh, sort of a, a teacher and now artistic director. You, you've actually you know seen all stages of, of dance in, in your world. Yes, for me, dance is life. And I want to talk with the others with through dance. And I, I will find some different ways to be in a dance. And then I start as a dance myself. I, I danced at, at Group Corpo. And after I became journalist and teacher and uh, try to write a lot of about dance and make videos, it's a way of being in a dance. <laughs> <laughs> but... When you've got something that you say you are so well versed in, uh, it, it's almost like a language on its own, isn't it? Yes, it's the way I, I I talk with the world, the way I understand the world, and I hear the others. I I like to see the movement, even through the the person that is not a dancer. We can read the body, we can understand each other without words, just with <laughs> movements. <laughs> So how does the night at the Grand pan out? We bring three different pieces. Mm -hmm. I invite you to come and join with us. We start to think about some huge themes that nowadays we all face, like the war, like the, the beauty and the horror of the human beings and uh, the the peace, and of course, some fights, and then Goyo Monteiro peace, Coantin, remind us that if you are stay as a group, we can have happiness and hope. If you fight with each other, maybe we can destroy everything. Of course, do you see this in a panel, in a dancer, where you can feel the different emotions through the music, through the movement, and uh, all the 14 dance is stay all the time on stage. And then for the end is a very uh, moving movements and energy. They invite us to stay together to reflect about this. The second one, we, well, how is the solution? 
we need to connect ourselves with the nature. Then Natuato piece is like a ritualistic dance where the dance uh, bring for you the water. You can hear the water in the sound of music just in the beginning. After you can see the group that vibrate on the scene and invites us to discover our land, our ground. And the duet that cross the scene, that's the air. And at the end, the dancers come ritualistical with the fire, small fire to, to embrace every uh, everyone. And then is uh, also when we can connect with ourselves and the things that is around us. And for the last one is a Brazilian piece from Katia Brushes. And then come to Brazil, feel the swing of Brazilians, feel the beat in the, the music in your body, come to dance with us. And then you have more uh, sparkling movements and uh, we come together to dance in a more Brazilian flavors. Yep. So, I mean, you've got music there with, let's say, the Afro-Brazilian fusion in the last piece, uh, ritualistic music of North Africa in the second one. And interestingly, your second piece, uh, Nacho Duato, uh, he's a Spanish choreographer. So uh, interesting, uh, you know, the communication between the, the Portuguese language and the Spanish language, because I know there's some similarities. Was that is that an easy one to bring together? Yes, the two other choreographers are uh, Spanish, and uh, special, as you said, in Nacho Duato piece, he tried to put the flavors of Mediterranean Sea, mm -hmm. uh, because he born in Valencia, and uh, he was inspired by the people that uh, lives in the north of Africa, Ginawas, and for us, there is an ancestrality in this movement, and then for the dancers, also, we are Brazilians, and we can connect uh, with each other through African and Latin expression, and uh, as you said, the last one, uh, Sebastian Piracés create the music for us, and Sebastian use a little bit of drum, rock, and sing, and come, come with a very tasty music. And this is your first time in the UK, I believe, isn't it? Uh, with the company, yes. Mm -hmm. As a dancer, I've been here with Grupo Corpo. I danced in Londres, Manchester, but these all new cities for me. All <laughs> these cities of this tour is new, besides London. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you like most when you're visiting these different cities? Because obviously you're sharing your culture. Do you take something of uh, the, the, the UK home with you when you go? Yes. It's very good to, when you can discover a new culture and see how each one, uh, each city has his particularity and also the person that comes to talk with us and uh, the way that you organize the things is a little different and it's very interesting to learn with each other. Once again, uh, bringing so many people together to the stage to perform dance, uh, it's all about the look and therefore the costumes will make a huge difference too, to, to what we see. Tell us a, a bit about that. Oh, the costumes, they are very different. The first one is, it's uh, they are, have some some tissues above the body, but you can discover the muscles. And there is a paint, subtle paint, that you mark the muscles, and they have all the same colors. It's like a collectiveness. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second one, you have the black uh, dresses with the ladies, and the, the guys stay with... Uh, Paints that is very oh little yellow, and uh, the torso without uh, any any clothes, and the last one you have brown, orange, 
it's also a dress and a pants for the the, the boys. It's a the the clothes dance with the movement of the dancers. And it's all part of bringing that movement, the spirit to life, all that alongside the music, the choreography making such a difference. You must be so proud to be a director of this company. I'm very happy and the company is beautiful. We are really stay together to to be uh, in this tour. The group is very friendly and we are happy to be here. And I would like to add one thing about the stage, if you allowed me. It's the light, the light in the dance is create a very important part of the dramaturgy of the piece. And then you can feel the emotions more close or more distance. It's it's very good. Well, it's going to be an amazing sight to be seen. All part of the Wolverhampton Grand being part of the Dance Consortium. Uh, Sao Paulo Dance Company on the 15th and 16th of March, 7.30 each evening. Tickets from 12.50. Full details if you pop along to grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets there and look at all the pricing and book your seats. Or you can give the box office a call on 01902 429212. And so very much looking forward to seeing you in your city. The cultural exchange through dance will be absolutely amazing. Artistic Director of the Sao Dance Company, Ines Bogaya. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure and I hope to meet you personally. All Fired Up is the latest work from Matney. Mike Matney joins me now to let me know quite what's going on. Hello, sir. Hello, Jason. How are you? I'm very well. I hope we find you well and enjoying your latest musical releases. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, it, it seems like it's doing rather well. Well, that, that, and that, that's only to be expected. Come on. Uh, you've got a sound which has been compared to ZZ Top. Uh, and you know, you've you got uh, the energy and uh, the outfits to really make this rock. Oh, well, maybe those are kind words. Uh, we've, uh, we targeted the sound. We, we were uh, we were after that kind of sound. We, we uh, Stevie knew what he was after with the record. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I can tell you that um, uh, that uh, Stevie he uh, he knew in the studio he, going into it. The guy is just uh, he's he tends to to build the house and, and hang the pictures before the house is built. I mean he's he's thinking light years ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took these songs and and uh, he he has saying in the studio he said. Uh, he said the strippers have to be able to dance to it and the guys have to be able to rock out to it. So I think <laughs> hitting all the required markets there. But I mean, he's co written on All Fired Up with you. And, uh, you know, it is the, the, the multi platinum producer that you've got here. Uh, just, I mean, it just takes everything next level as well, doesn't it? It certainly does. I'm very fortunate to get to work with him. Uh, there's kind of a neat story how it, it all came about, if you'd like to hear it. He, uh, uh, I was actually, I, I met Stevie online and I reached out to him about a collaboration and uh, he wrote me back and I didn't really think it was going to happen, but I had, uh, I had played with this blues rock band out of Canada called Zedhead, John Burkett and Neil Chapman. And, uh, it so happened that, uh, Neil Chapman was a friend of Stevie's and he reached out on my behalf and, and talked to Stevie. And, uh, next thing you know, I'm in Austin and I'm working with him and I'm just, Really excited about the new album. So, I mean, Texas itself, though, I take it, has uh, brought an extra bit of energy of its own to the, the sound. 
you know, the Austin music scene, I, I was always been curious about it and uh, I'd never really, you know, got, got to experience it, but man, I mean, I, you know, working with those guys down there, uh, Kevin Gutierrez is, is, is the name of the guy that runs assembly line studios. And, and this guy's just really, he's top notch. He's worked with Paul McCartney, uh, Shinedown, just uh, a lot of big name bands. And, and uh, it was him and Stevie, uh, you know, that it was just great. Those two, it, again, like you say, it, it was the next level for me. But I mean, he's worked with Mick Jagger, Justin Timberlake, and you know, gold records for them. So having someone like that working with you, and particularly when it comes to getting the album in the uh, in the can as well, uh, I mean, that's out in April. You've got a busy time musically this year. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, you know, we were supposed to have another single out right before the album, and the album's coming out in April. And now we're starting to look at maybe, you know, doing some shows over in the UK and, uh, and you know, a little... Uh, a little touring maybe here and, and over there. So uh, I'm excited about that. I hope to get over there. Well, yeah, it'd be great to see you over here and great to see you sharing the music. But, I mean, you're no strangers to these shores, are you? No, I've never been to, never been to uh, you, Europe. You've not done no, Europe no, before? No. Well, now I say that, I've been, well, like I said with Zed Head, I've, I've been to uh, Sweden. Mm -hmm. I've been to Sweden, but that was it. I didn't get to go. But I mean, but your music's got uh, its, its own cult following in the in you know in the guises that you've performed under before. So, you know, it, you've got a certain a, a massive underground following for pretty much everything you do. So you're referring to, to the white boy in the average rap band. Yeah, yeah, yeah the first first album. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, that's that's kind of followed me. Stevie, when we first, when we first came out, he said, all right, he said, no, you got to get away from that. You're not the eighties rocker anymore. He said, this is, you know, you got to be this guy. You got to be, man, man, I can't get away from it. People know who I am. They, they know that album over there, which is to me, I mean, that's, that's a very, uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I can't believe it. You know, it's, it's very humbling. But it just shows your talent and shows that people have an expectation. And I, I think you've met it again, especially with his latest single. Oh, that's very kind words for you, Jason. Thank you, man. With the development then on the album, what what happened uh, there? Because uh, have you got more co-writers uh, on this on the album with you? No, it's just it's just Stevie. Actually, you know, Stevie. You know, we went through my repertoire, of my songs and stuff, and he was throwing stuff out left and right. This won't work. That won't work. And then when he finally got everything that we thought we were going to use and stuff. Then he just tore into them and sort of Frankenstein them and, and, you know, verse here, of <laughs> course there and, and, and changed lyrics and everything. So, you know, he is, he's truly a genius. I mean, he, he really is. And the, and the way he works in the studio, I mean, he's just got so many gold records and he's produced so many big names. And uh, I'm just, again, I, I have to pinch myself, you know, that I'm, that I'm getting to work with him. But you also get the fun of producing a, a video for all of this too. And uh, again, this is this is very much your area, isn't it? You know what you're doing here. Uh, well, you know, I'm still, again, we're going to the next level because I'm a kind of a DIY guy. I've always been a uh, 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 an indie, you know, this, like the first album and everything. I mean, that's that's about as indie and stuff as you can get. And uh, with, with this thing i'm actually you know like stevie and kevin said hey go see tom flynn in new york well you know he, he's the guy you need to go see about the video you know and so working with tom i mean that was the next step up i mean this guy's worked with 
a lot of bands that I like, like Blackstone Cherry and Buck Cherry and uh, Riot, and you know, just some some bigger names. So to get to work with that caliber of people, you know, person for that video, that was really cool. But you've always been about representing your music fully in the video, though, haven't you? So again, something you were able to do here with just a bigger team than normal. Yes, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, some of some of the stuff before, I, you know, I've. Uh, I like doing the videos and I like bringing out, you know, that's another, that's another, another form of expression, another form of art. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the one we've got another one coming for the new single, it's, it's the new single is called rebel saint and it'll be out here in the next month or so. And uh, it's, it's got a video that we shot right here on my farm in, in Virginia. Uh, guys come down from New York and, and, and we shot at the band was here. So I'd be anxious for you to see that too. The beats, the guitar riffs, and you know, the 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 layers that you've put into this in the studio as well. I mean, that all is it's a cacophony of feeling, isn't it? It is. I mean, and again, that was something that Stevie was targeting and he was shooting for. I mean, it had to be, you know, we knew a sound that we wanted to 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 call up, you know, and, and come back to, but at the same time it had to be modern. It had to be today's, you know, um and he was shooting for that. I mean, he was he he, he uh I think we got that. <laughs> but with the with the vocals, I mean, how did he work with you to to treat your voice oh the way gosh. it needed to? Listen, I, I'll, go, I'll say this: I had read stories about working with Stevie Salas before I got there. I mean, I had read stories of Taylor Hawkins talking about working with him and stuff. And and Stevie, he's I mean, he knows what he wants. He's a taskmaster in the studio. I mean, he's he's adamant about it, and he's going to get it out of you. So as far as the vocals go and stuff, I mean, he drilled me. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was like, you know, you're not coming out of there until you, until you get this. Oh, I'm so sorry. He was like, you're not coming out of here until you get this. And, uh, uh, he, you know, he was tough on me, but I, but he he – he brought out stuff in me that I didn't know. He kept saying, you got to stay in character. You got to stay in character. And, you know, he, he was fun to work with. Well, so we get the fun of listening to it. Fingers crossed we'll get to see it on tour across the UK. And uh, whatever happens, though, your album will also be eagerly awaited. Give us all your details for the socials and where we can get the track. Oh, okay. Well, uh, my socials, you're going to want to go to the website first off. It's... Uh, uh, matney m-a-t-n-e-y dot rocks that's it just matney dot rocks uh you can find me on facebook there's a youtube site there's um an instagram site and tiktok so please reach out and there'll be links on all of those things to for the downloads uh any anywhere that you buy music amazon uh apple wherever you can download the new single and the new album the pre-sales available on those links i'd appreciate it you guys pick one of those up well, give it a go get yourself uh be a pre-sale look for the album get yourself downloading the single all fired up matney mike matney thank you for joining us and thank you for for making the world just that little bit more filled with rock oh, thank you jason for having me on brother i appreciate you
Nick Helm is back out on the road doing his thing up and down the country. He's stopping off in Stafford, Wolverhampton and Birmingham over the space of three longish days for him, I'm absolutely sure. He's here to tell me more about exactly what's going on. All right, sir. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good. I hope we're finding you well and uh, mostly keeping out of trouble as you head off for your super fun good time show. I, I am actually. I haven't I haven't started saying it on stage every day yet, so... Um... Uh, I am having difficulty remembering the title of my own show at the moment. Um, <laughs> no, I know, I know it's a combination of the words super, fun, good and time, but I can't quite work out what order they go in. Um, yeah, I, I'm, really in I, I'm really enjoying putting the show together at the moment. I've been sort of gigging all over the place anyway. Um, so it feels like I've kind of done like a mini tour before I'm actually going to go on tour. But um, the show's really nice. It's coming together. Um, I'm enjoying doing it. The audiences are enjoying it. It's just a lot of fun. I think the more fun I have on stage, the more fun it is in the room. And then the more fun the audience have, and then the more fun I It's just a really... I just love gigging so much at the moment, and that's kind of what the show is about. It's not really about anything. It's not got a theme. It's not heavy. I'm not telling anyone off. I'm not, do you know what I mean? It's literally <laughs> just sort of an excuse to be in the room with an audience for a couple of hours and then just having having a good time with everyone. And yeah, it's been really fun so far putting it together. So I'm really looking forward to the show. That's going to be good. Well, you get out there on the road on this particular leg of your out and about journeying uh, in March. That's up in Aberdeen. Uh, you're coming to join us in the Midlands uh, on Thursday, the 9th of May at Stafford in the Met Studio at the Gatehouse. Uh, you've got Wolverhampton's New Hampton Arts Centre, which is a fantastic venue. You'll love it there if you haven't been before. That's Friday the 10th and then Saturday the 11th at Birmingham with the Glee Studio. So uh, you are keeping very busy and uh, so tantalising your Midlands audience who are going to have a, a choice of venues. Yeah. I, I well, I like any time you gig outside London is always a treat. I think uh, you have very cynical audiences in London. Um, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're very tough, and uh, and I, I I like it because it's close to home, but um, well, it's where I live. But um, but as soon as you kind of like move out and about, you realise that not everyone is as miserable as the people of London. So it's kind of. <laughs> kind of a treat do you know what i mean it's worth doing any comedians that haven't haven't gigged far afield gig outside of london it's incredible yeah <laughs> so so whilst you're not used to saying the title of the show yet i mean is it a show that comes with a, a look an outfit a, a particular amount of hair care product that goes along oh, with it for you? Yeah. oh yeah it's gonna be fantastic there's costumes there's songs there's poems there's games there's routines there's jokes it's gonna be there's an interval if you don't like any of that there's an interval uh chance to buy ice yeah. cream oh yeah i'm sure well not every venue will provide ice cream but that's not actually um that's not part of my promise if they have ice cream then you're welcome to buy it and if they don't then you're welcome to bring your own as far as i'm concerned ooh, i'm ooh. i'm i'm not legally um uh the, 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 yeah there's no there's no uh, requirement for me to provide ice cream. I haven't, I haven't promised that. That's not, that's not part of my deal. But <laughs> ice cream, if that would help you enjoy the night better, then you're welcome to it. You're welcome. I, that, to I, I think it certainly adds something to most events. But I mean, what is on your rider then? What are you expecting the venue to provide for you to get you in the right frame of mind? 
Um, all I need is a packet of uh, Haribo Supermix and uh, and uh, two litres of Pepsi Max Cherry. You're easy to please, you know, no no puppies or anything. No, nothing like that. No, I'm I'm very easy. To I'm low maintenance. People don't think it, but I am. I'm very low maintenance. <laughs> and in the, in the prep for all this, obviously you've got you say you you've been out on the road already. But what else have you got going on? Is is there any little projects we're going to suddenly see bursting onto our screens? Anything like that at the moment? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm I'm finishing. I'm finishing my uh, my ever near completion uh, third album. Um, I'm writing. I'm writing a bunch of like sitcom pilots, and I've been very depressed for a very long time, and I'm coming out of it. And with that is all of like this new kind of like creativity that's firing up in me and I'm kind of like writing differently from how I used to and uh and I'm kind of yeah and 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 so I've kind of like been unable to do much and just sort of like get through it but like now I'm kind of I've always had loads of ideas but now I've kind of like got the ability to do something about it so I'm kind of I've got a lot of projects on the go at the moment yeah it's very okay. exciting and and then even as we speak, I mean, uh, as I can see the room around you, and I'm finding an awful lot of books behind you. I mean, is, is this part of a yeah another th one of your interests and hobbies? I mean, are you reading every single one of those? No, no, I'm 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 moving a bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does look good though. I've just yeah yeah I should do that more often. I've got oh I, I'm a big I'm a well-read man. Uh, yes, yes. That's that's not your current thing, but say so getting out on the road is. And uh, you, you already mentioned the fact you love being outside of London and meeting us uh, in the in regional theatres uh, across the land. Um, what's the what's the most peculiar thing you've discovered when you've actually headed out of London that you weren't expecting? Single track railways. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's interesting, isn't it? I was where was I going? I was going to a place called Staveley in Cumbria. I had a gig in York. I had a gig in Huddersfield and I had a gig in Manchester. And in between those, I had a gig in all booked by the same guy. And then I had a gig in Staveley. And even though there's a Staveley 37 minutes outside of York, it wasn't that Staveley. It was the Staveley that was a million years away in Cumbria. <laughs> so, and I had to get there on single track railways. And, uh, and that's a very depressing thing when, you see a train coming towards you and you know that it's got to go all the way back to Sheffield before it comes back to you so that you can get to where you want to go. But uh, yeah, that's been, that's been pretty impressive. But <laughs> I, I feel quite empowered to be able to get myself anywhere in the world without being able to drive. So that's great. You're the one person that HS2 might help. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> good, good with the case. Okay. So we've got an amazing set of gigs ahead. Tickets are available now. Uh, we can get those via nick-helm.co.uk. Yeah, you can. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Starting point there. And that if if we had to, it's kind of create. I mean, a thirty second jingle or song for the show. I mean, how, how would it go? You can just do the lyrics. I'm not expecting you to come up with a tune. But what would you do to sell this show now? Oh, the tune's the easy part. Oh, okay. <laughs> The, lyri the lyrics are the hard bit. Come and see my show this year. I'm coming on the stage for year. I'm gonna have some fun and it's contagious, so you will too. I mean, it doesn't rhyme, but like some of the best poems don't. Yeah, not everything has to scan, does it? It's the it's the emotion behind it, and I think that was there, wasn't it? 
Yeah, the the worrying thing is I have actually written an opening theme tune to it and that wasn't it. Okay, well, if you want to hear that, you're going to have to get along to the gigs, as I say, up and down the country. The dates in question for us here would be uh, Thursday the 9th of May in the Met Studio at Stafford. That's over at the Gatehouse. New Hampton Art Centre uh, in Wolverhampton, Friday the 10th of May. And then you've got the Glee Studio in Birmingham on the 11th of May. And the, 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 what more could you ask for? You've got Nick Helm. You've got the super fun Good Time show, including, as we now know, its own theme tune and probably more beard care than you could ever imagine uh, as required to keep him under control on stage. Nick, how always a pleasure to speak to you. Thank you for joining us. Have, have a wonderful time on the road. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Now, the world of music very often has influences from the place in which you are born. Somebody who's brought an amazing sound to the world is bassist, producer and musical director from Detroit, Michigan, Kern Brantley, who joins me now. Hello, sir. Hey, hello. How are you? I'm good. I hope we find you well. Oh, yes. Now, when it comes to your musical upbringing, as well as your physical one, Detroit has played a huge part in the sounds that you've worked on over the years. And as such, it's somewhere that you, you know, you, you love and adore and enjoy welcoming visitors to. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it here. And uh, yeah, just it's uh, Detroit, just a big influence on me as a bass player and as a musician. Going up there and around Motown and the sound of Motown and everything there. But, I mean, you've toured the world with all sorts of artists. I mean, the likes of Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Boys to Men, Puff Daddy, Nicole Scherzinger. There's all sorts of names on the list of people who've employed your services. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that that's not a bad CV from a boy from Detroit, is it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, coming from Detroit, you know, I... um listening to Motown, you know, James Jamerson, who I, uh, who was the Motown bass player, he played on over 3,000 records. Temptations, Four Tops, Stevie Wonder, Diana Ross, Smokey Robinson. So in my mind, I'm thinking maybe that's the norm, is to have a lot of different variety of artists. Uh, but when, <laughs> when it comes, though, to, uh, to you know, places to visit, I mean, Detroit is on so many people's bucket lists to go and listen to some of this music actually in the town it was created in. Yeah, they definitely need to come see Motown Museum. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of influence there, like Jack White, Third Man Records, uh, you know, White Stripes, Kid Rock, you know, the whole Parliament Funkadelic family recorded all their biggest hits at United Sound Studio in Detroit, P-Funk Labs. Do you bump into celebs um, at, on as you walk down the street? Does Eminem pop back just to say hi every once in a while? Um, kind of yes and no. You, I, I would run into them more in the studio. If, like, Eminem has a studio in Ferndale, Michigan, 54 Sound. So if I would see any of those guys, they would be probably more than likely uh, at a, in a studio setting. And, you know, it, it is about creating these amazing sounds. As you say, there's the, the museums to see. The fact that this is the heart of such an amazing sound, uh, again, it, it's it got a vibe, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a great vibe because of, the you know, the influence of gospel music, because there's a lot of churches in Detroit, too, and you have the Winans family, the Clark sisters, you know, and Fred Hammond and Commission. So there's a lot of churches and then there's a lot of jazz and then there's a lot of hip hop, and it's like a nice mix of everything, all in this city. 
And obviously, we've talked about the fact you've got the Motown Museum, but you know, as well as that, what are the secret places that you would advise going to? I mean, are there some clubs which are absolutely you know, the heart of the current music scene over there? Oh, yes. Baker's Keyboard Lounge was one of the oldest jazz clubs uh, in the country. Uh, some of the greatest jazz musicians in the world have played there. I remember from Miles Davis to Bob James and Earl Clue. Uh, then another place would be Burst Marketplace, which is in the Eastern Market, um, right in the center of the sound. And there's a lot of um, great blues and jazz artists there as well. And then for live concerts, I would say the Aretha Franklin Amphitheater, which is right on the border of Canada. So you can see Canada, uh, Windsor downtown from the water, and it's right there. Then the uh, for hip hop, St. Andrews Hall which is where Eminem and a lot of the hip-hop artists came up at. Obviously, with the people you work with, you're pretty chilled out about the whole music scene. You're used to sharing your talents and, and working with some amazing people. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's it's also a place for, for growing musicians as well, and there'll be some new names coming through before we know it, won't there? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of new people popping up in Detroit now. Uh, there's an artist by the name of Cash Dial, which is a more hip-hop artist. Uh, and then we still have, um, you know, actually the, the Four Tops are recording in Detroit right now. I just mm -hmm. did a couple of sessions for them. So they're recording their final project um, in Detroit, which is coming along really great. I heard some of the songs from the Four Tops new record. It's going to be really cool. So uh, we got old and new. You know, we have a lot of new emerging gospel artists, too, that are coming out of Detroit, like uh, Tim Bowman Jr. And a lot of just innovative stuff. Um that's coming out of the city. And if you are a music lover, say Detroit sounds like a fantastic destination for a holiday. Uh, how do people find out more about uh, you know where to go to and and uh, you know, the the great array of wonderful musical history that they can visit if they come to Detroit? You can go to www.visitdetroit.com. Visitdetroit.com, and they'll because we have cruise ships there now. You know we're doing a great expansion with Motown. The Detroit Music Hall is also in the process of doing an expansion. So there's a lot of things that are going to be popping up in the next two years. But if you go to visitdetroit.com, you can get all kind of great and helpful information from hotels to restaurants and stores to buy really cool clothes and everything that's in Detroit. Okay, so visit Detroit. That's exactly what we're looking to do and how we find out uh -huh. more. Can we find you on the socials? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm on uh, Instagram under Kern Brantley. And then I'm also on uh, Facebook under Lennar Brantley. And then I have a website with www.kernbrantleymusic.com. So if we are visiting Detroit, check out where you're going to be at in case we can see you performing live somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll be performing in August, uh, Detroit Base Day, which is uh, at the Motown Museum. That's going to be August the 17th. And it's going to be a gathering of 250 bass players in front of Motown doing a tribute to Mr. James Shamerson and the sound of Detroit bass. Well, that sounds like it's going to be an absolutely amazing time. Look at your book and your trip. You've got some dates to work with there. That will be absolutely brilliant. And come along and see some of the amazing talent, listen to the sound, enjoy the Motown Museum and all that fantastic uh, you know, nightlife, which is going to absolutely wow and give you a true feel for the, the musicality of an amazing city. Uh, for now, oh, Kern yeah. Brantley, thank you for joining us. Thank you, sir.
That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 767 next week. I'll see you then. Bye for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.